0: Gather near the doctors in the house So lend him your ear The things he can say might be the doctor is in the house if you have a pain call a doctor if you have a sprain call a doctor let the doctor know what you're going
1: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron here, and I am in the house. Thanks for listening to Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, episode 486. Incredible. I can't believe uh, I've done that many uh, episodes uh, now on Podbean. And today we're in the third part of a series of podcasts that have to do with aging before we get there i want to uh, give a shout out to brenda who is taking a leave from uh, our bocce league to uh, have some surgery done and i know she'll be fine and i want to shout out there to bob bob's taking a leave from our golf shop uh, to take care of his family so well, best of luck to both of you. And thank you all for listening to this podcast. This past week, we passed the 15,000 listener limit, and we want to go to 20,000. But I want to thank everybody because it happens with you. So, with an attitude of gratitude, let's continue talking about health span. And the future of medicine is now, you know, and the future is in frequencies. And I was just interviewed live on Dr. Smith's live show, which is, uh, there's a link uh, in the question section of this uh, live podcast. And I'll put this link also uh, with the explanation of the podcast uh, when it is posted on Podbean. And uh, there, Dr. Smith and I discuss uh, how frequency healing can take place and the different modes of frequency healing. Uh, And you don't need a fancy Rife machine, although they're really great. Uh, But it was a good interview. I, I enjoyed doing it, and I appreciate Dr. Smith for inviting me on his show. So there's lots of things to do, right, if we want to live long and we haven't even gotten to ozone, or methylene blue, and the rest. But, you know, centenarians have been studied and studied and studied, and uh, there's no specific pattern they found among among centenarians. But based on years of data, they found that centenarians as a whole are 37% overweight weight. 8% were obese, 37% were smokers, 44% reported only moderate exercise, 20% never exercised at all. And despite this, this population of centenarians have a 60% lower rate of heart disease, stroke, and high blood pressure. Interestingly and very importantly, depression and other psychiatric illnesses are almost non-existent. Now that's not to say we have to disregard the importance of a healthy lifestyle. And that's going to be going to be part of what we're going to talk today about lifestyle and sugar and the different chemicals in our environment. We have to be pay attention to our lifestyle. So um, I just thought it was interesting, just like the study out of Aceroli in Italy, where social relationships trumped all the smoking and obesity and exercise. So being happy and not depressed uh, is probably one of the main secrets of living to a, an old age but we want to be young at an old age. And that's why we're talking about these, these products, these um, instances. So keeping a positive attitude, ladies and gentlemen, and eating good food. Moderate exercise is, is also a positive if you want to live longer. Live independently as long as you can. And stay mentally active, always learning something new, and practice your faith and spirituality. So one joke that these centenarians make about how to live long, they just say, quote, avoid dying, unquote. Well, that's because they do have a sense of humor. Find your passion, live it. Practice forgiveness. I think that's really important. Because the person holding a grudge knows, you know, it really affects them more than the person they're mad at. The person they're mad at probably sometimes doesn't even know that that is a problem. And let's avoid stress, huh? Let's not dwell on the negative, accentuate, accentuate the positive, and let's try and be very happy people. Because happy people by themselves live longer, according to one study. In fact, they quantified it as 35% longer. Another study found that happiness and contentment increased our health and longevity. Optimists live longer than pessimists. Okay, and there are nutrients, and that's for another, another podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you could just spread the word about Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, so we can get more listeners, uh, because we're going to be talking about healthcare options, the real effect of drugs, the effect of big pharmaceuticals on medical care. We want to uh, try and educate you so you can help yourself and make educated medical decisions and know that you have options. And we'll try and continue to broadcast the latest medical and complimentary medical news. Okay, so that's all of my self-promotion. Okay, so what if, what if there was one word that could be used? that epitomizes the typical American diet. The SA standard American diet, SAD. That word, ladies and gentlemen, will have to be sugar. And it's, it's on the rise. It's in it's in most of the processed junk around us. The average American is eating now over 150 pounds of sugar in one year and that accounts for 15 percent of adult americans total caloric intake from sugars my gosh now you have an idea of why we have so much diabetes so much heart disease According to a study now out of Massachusetts General Hospital, cutting 20% of your sh- of the sugar from packaged foods and 40% from beverages could prevent, now get this, 490,000 cardiovascular deaths, 750,000 cases of diabetes, and stop 2.48 million cardiovascular disease events. What do I mean by that? That's stroke, heart attacks, and cardiac arrest. And that is only cutting out 20% of the sugar. If a food contains 40 grams of sugar, simply reducing that to 32 grams could go a long way to keeping everybody healthier and to live longer. You want an anti-aging program, cut out sugar and it's not something you need to wait around to do you can do it now just to take some simple steps to eliminate processed sugars from your diet and as we've talked about shop around the outer perimeter of the grocery store avoid the inside aisles which are all processed foods the perimeter typically contains natural foods like meats, eggs, vegetables, and fruit that do not contain added sugars. If you have to go down the inside aisles, it's all about making smart choices. Start reading the labels. If you want to buy some cereal, well, grab a box that is not loaded with sugar. Opt for the plain oats. Put your own fruit on the sugar. So we want to get rid of the junk food. And we talked about this for the past two weeks. I think I remember talking about the study that showed that ultra-processed foods have gone from 53% to 57% of our calories, but fresh food calories plunge from 32 to 27%. You wanna live a long time, you don't need a ozone generator or anything else. You need to, as part of your program, as part of your program, get rid of sugar. And another thing that, this was brought on brought to us by uh, the Chinese virus called COVID. Uh, and it's, it's just, I, I, I fought this for three years. And of course, no one listens to me, but now there's a study in environmental science and technology that suggests that the rampant widespread use of disinfectants through COVID could be fostering a new health crisis. According to this study, the excessive use of antimicrobial chemicals are now linked to numerous health problems, including antimicrobial resistance and even environmental harm. This study doesn't suggest that disinfecting and sanitizing is the wrong thing to do but that it was an overhyping of the quaternary ammonium compounds they're the volatile organic compounds that you can smell in your home in the healthcare education in the workplace in the elevators where you cannot escape inhaling these quaternary ammonium compounds and there are broad class of chemicals, broad class of chemicals: hand sanitizers, disinfectant wipes, cleaning sprays, etc. And if you're overexposed to them like we were for three years, they can become harmful. And people forgot about using good old soap and water and vinegar. but everybody was looking for something on the label that says kills covid-19 well we we tried but keeping clean does not have to be complicated or risky because we've known for by various studies, that 20 seconds of vigorous hand washing is still one of the single best ways to dislodge and kill viruses and bacteria. Never skimp on that. Never skimp on your hand washing. But we can skimp on these chemicals that are volatile, that are inhalable. And guess what? They get in through your skin. And what the, have we talked about? The skin is the largest organ of our body a largest organ of our body. So it gets right into our circulation. And while we're talking about uh, going shopping, how about the soda and juice aisle? It's really crazy because I I took a look myself. It's uh, all sorts of drinks in, in that aisle. And again, you look at the nutrition label and you'll discover the majority of them have nothing but sugar. They're sugar in a jug, ladies and gentlemen. And that's not all. That's not all a number of popular beverages. Guess what? Contain arsenic contain cadmium, contain lead. You know what they are? They are heavy metals. They are toxic to our bodies. So if it's not just the sugar. Now we're these studies are finding these heavy metals in these drinks. Now the study didn't name specific brands, but they did note that all of the beverages tested, 60 in total, are commonly found in grocery stores. Now Sure, they they weren't toxic enough to kill you from a bottle, but they were below most federal standards. But do you think uh, drinking and and imbibing these heavy metals is good in the long run, especially if you're not detoxification, you have no detox programs going on at the same time? But why even bother? Don't worry about the labels, don't drink that junk. Again, you're getting sugar and metal poisoning. Do you think, do you think, do you really think that drinking toxic metals in any amount is good for you? You think there's a moderate dose of chemicals that you should be okay with? Okay, again, this is up to you now. This is a, this is the lifestyle changes that, that are in your control absolutely in your control. And then we have all the endocrine disruptors. They're hiding all over. You can't see them, but they're all around us. They're part of those cleaners. And they're linked to a myriad of problems that will stop us from aging stop us from having a lot of birthdays. Those problems relate to obesity, glandular disorders, developmental issues, and now they're even saying cancer. We've talked about endocrine disruptors and they are chemicals that disrupt the endocrine system. Some are natural, but the biggest problem today is from the man-made chemicals that can affect your hypothalamus, your pineal gland, your pituitary gland, thyroid, thymus, and on and on. And your endocrine system is technically made up of all the glands that produce hormones. the two major ones I would say would be your thyroid gland and your adrenal gland. Because how your thyroid gland is, is majorly involved in metabolism. And if that starts to malfunction and you have hypothyroidism, you'll be prone to gaining weight. Your cholesterol will go high. You'll be tired. You may have some depression. And you don't want your adrenal glands to be underactive because they also help regulate your immune system. They help modulate your response to stress and blood pressure and can also cause fatigue and loss of appetite. So these chemicals negatively, not positively, but negatively affect your endocrine system. And you know, we're all at risk. But our kids, our children, our grandchildren, our infants and developing children are most at risk because these hormones are vital for their development. In fact, they're they're They have even studied pregnant women and prenatal exposure to these chemicals is a very real problem. It affects the IQ, especially now that there's so much fluoride in the water. Babies are born with a lower IQ by age seven, they're born and then by age seven, they their IQ tested lower than normal. So the more toxic it is, it just stands to reason that it's going to have a greater effect. But research is indicating that small amounts of exposure of these chemicals can have a major impact. So what do we want to avoid? Well, BPA for number one, it's a chemical that's used in plastic. We want to avoid dioxin. That's a major endocrine disruptor disruptor. It's hard to avoid completely though, because they accumulate, the dioxins accumulate in the food chain and typically in animal products. So maybe once in a while it might be a good idea to have a plant-based meal. And the phthalates, they're everywhere. They're ubiquitous. The most common toxin in cosmetic products. They make the cosmetics softer and they stick longer. But they're toxic to your health. They can cause a loss of a pregnancy. So you want to look for a phthalate-free cosmetic. P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E. Phthalate-free. And I'm going to let you just search for the, the endocrine disruptors, the perchlorates, the fire retardants. Uh, again, the fire retardants like that were used in babies' uh, nightclothes and on uh, furniture have been associated with lowering IQ along with other neurotoxic effects. And now we want to be careful of arsenic. We know now it's in, it's in some drinks, although I can't name them, but it said of 60 tested, they all had some arsenic, but it's a heavy metal. It's a heavy metal. So they say that water and rice are the two most likely places to find this metal. So, you know, the the advice to filter your water is is really well taken with a good water filter. And mercury is another heavy metal. We've talked about this for twenty years. How it can accumulate in your brain. There's a lot of it in certain seafood, especially farm raised. So, wild caught salmon is your best choice, ladies and gentlemen. And these nonstick chemicals, got to avoid them. We're going to try and get these out of your life. We got to try and eat cleaner, test and filter our water, be extra cautious about our beauty and skincare products. Endocrine disruptors. So we want to live a long life. We got to get rid of some of this toxic exposure, the toxic ingredients that even in laundry detergents, And we're all at risk. And so are, are, are our pets, dogs and cats, because they come in contact with the bedding that has been washed, right? The blankets, people, people's clothes. Some people say the unexplained allergies in your pets could come from the laundry products that you're using. And we talked last week about fragrance, the synthetic fragrance. Very common now in laundry products. And who would ever think about benzene and formaldehyde? I mean in your laundry. So I guess they're getting ready for you to be embalmed. Incredible. But this formaldehyde can uh, hide in fragrance. It can be added in small amounts to fragrance formulas. And it does not have to be disclosed. Or sometimes it's just produced when certain fragrant chemicals react with ozone. And we talked about optical brighteners. They're all in detergents. That's why you have to shop more naturally, get rid of these artificial dyes, go for a a plant based detergent, zero fragrance or or naturally scented laundry detergents. Look for labels that say it's safe for humans and the environment. So yeah, sure, I talk about and I practice using frequencies and I use melatonin like we've talked about as an anti-aging product but I also use glycine every day because glycine is being replaced by by Roundup and glycine displaces the glyphosate, almost sounds the same, right? Glyphosate is Roundup, up and, but, and so glyphosate displaces glycine. Glycine is an amino acid that has been shown to extend the lifespan in animals and helps to slow down chronic diseases so therefore also increases our health span. So we want our health span to increase with our lifespan Glycine has anti-cancer effects, reduces insulin, alleviates neuroinflammation, and also can protect against depression. Need about 10 grams a day. 10 grams a day. But glycine has been touted to be the antidote for Roundup. So why don't we just think about that? and think about adding glycine as a sweetener to our coffee or tea or whatever for its anti-aging benefits and it will probably make you look younger because a lot of studies should increase collagen synthesis as to get rid of the wrinkles So a lot of studies were doing done in animals i do admit that but glycine is inexpensive and easy to use and can replace sugar and artificial sweeteners some human trials confirm what the animal models suggested that is that glycine is protective against a range of chronic diseases 60 people with metabolic syndrome, that's obesity, hypertension, diabetes, who took 15 grams of glycine a day for three months, had reduced stress and improved blood pressure. It helps with our mitochondria. What have we talked about? Our mitochondria are our engines of our cells. And probably as a great indicator of how long we're going to live if we keep our mitochondria healthy. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, a link to uh, a a Roku uh, television uh, interview that I uh, did with Dr. Smith uh, two weeks ago. And it's not only what we do, what supplements we take, we have to have a attitude of gratitude, try and be happy, try and be optimistic don't watch television 24 hours a day don't watch the news 24 hours a day and avoid the chemicals in our environment and avoid sugar remember what just a 20% decrease in sugar does for us so we'll talk about supplements as in the in these in the different parts of anti-aging. But before we start taking supplements, we have to take charge of our own life. We have to avoid putting junk into our system. Our skin being the largest organ, stuff gets right in the skin, through our skin, into our blood vessels without the benefit of going through our stomach and then our liver, then getting into the into the circulation. Just want to remind you, you can, you can search for the podcast I've done on sunscreens, but that's the dark side of uh, the sun, huh? The sunscreens. Uh, sunscreens in some books have been called a biohazard. A biohazard. And there's one book called Sunscreens, a biohazard treated as hazardous waste. Treated as hazardous waste. And research has not validated the claim that the sun is not safe. And there's a whole misinformation about how it, the sun is not safe and causes melanoma. Sunscreen use actually promotes skin cancer because of all the oils and the oxobenzones that used to be in there. And the sunscreens can mimic hormones. They are endocrine disruptors. And and it's been advised that consumers avoid products that have an SPF rating or foods or clothing that contain titanium dioxide. It gets into our bodies. It's not good for us. So we've gone we've gone the wrong direction in sunscreens and there, there are options, we'll talk about that. So next week, I'll try and remember to talk about uh, sunscreens and methylene blue. Uh, and when we talk about methylene blue, I'm not talking about the methylene blue you get in a fish store, a tropical fish store that has arsenic in it. We'll be talking about pharmaceutical grade methylene blue. So ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dr. Ron. Host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Wishing Brenda good luck with her surgery, and not forgetting all the other great uh, listeners we have. As I said, we passed fifteen thousand this week, and uh, I owe it all to you. So thank you so much, and have a great week, and we'll see you next week.
0: Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for today. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say, and it's all about good health. He's the man you got to see, he has a lot more answers for you, so tune in next week. When the doctor is in the house, or when the doctor is in the house, let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house If you have a pain, call the doctor If you have a strain, call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week